Welcome to the UAC podcast. UAC was founded to create a place where the most successful chiropractors from different backgrounds and from around the world could come together to mastermind and create lasting friendships. Our profession is unique and surrounding yourself with a genius inside of UAC is a formula to grow personally and professionally into the life you have always known you are capable of achieving. Welcome to Chiropractic's Brain Trust. Welcome to the UAC Hot Seats podcast. I'm Dr. Lynn. I'm here with Dr. Caitlin today. She's filling in for the for the wonderful Dr. Steph, um, who's home with baby Aria. And we've got Dr. Kevin joining us. Kevin Hello. Day from Warsaw, Indiana. Yes? Yes. Welcome, yeah. Dr. Kevin. Thanks for thank being you. here. Yeah, thank you. Um, Warsaw, Indiana is the uh, orthopedic capital of the world, and it's a town of about 10,000 people, but it, it swells to probably 60,000, so it's a it's a unique little town, that's for sure. Interesting. So the people come in and out of town to go to the orthopedists? Well, we actually manufacture uh, like all of the hips and knees and shoulders, and basically a bunch of people stand over a little polishing wheel and do that all day. So a bunch of people with neck issues. <laughs> well, yeah, what an interesting- Never a shortage for you, huh? <laughs> um, never. Nope. Well, we just would love to dive in. You've been a member for how many years, Kevin? I believe this is three going on four years. Awesome. So you've been around for a while and we just would love to just dive in and get to know you a little bit at first. So tell us a little bit about yourself, your, your practice and, um, you know, uh, where things are heading for you in, in all of those realms. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, like I said, in Warsaw, Indiana, small town out in the middle of nowhere. And, uh, I've been in practice about 15 years and have been applying what I've learned with uh, with UAC and TRP and Align Life and basically all the cool people within uh, UAC. And as I was saying before we got started, um, I'm starting to get the fruits of my labor. And it's been really cool to, you know, kind of look back now, uh, now that I can after a few years and see what I've gained as far as knowledge, what I've been able to apply in clinic and now starting to bear some of those fruits. And, you know, just mentioning um, bringing on associate doctors and being able to take that information and instill it into them and how much faster um, they uh, they gain their knowledge, they can apply their knowledge for, you know, not only developing their practice as far as the business side, but the clinical side, everything across the board is so much faster than what it was uh, for myself when I was, uh, you know, learning it all, all um, through these workshops and whatnot. So anyways, it's just been fun to be able to instill that knowledge into those, those younger docs as well. So do you have a bunch of associates then right now that you work with and do you launch them out or what, what happens? Like, what does that look like for you? Sure. So I'm into collecting, not, uh, not bringing on and launching and we're trying to build a, a larger facility here. So we just moved from our 2,400 square foot office into a 10,000 square foot office. And we actually built this space out for five docks um, to be able to, to see that 1,000, 1,200 a week uh, total for the clinic is our, is our direction. And so when we when we seek out a doc, we're looking for someone that is not only going to be a great fit for the practice, you know, to, you know, build and scale uh, with patients, but also someone who's going to be a long-term member of the community. So um, it, it does require us to be a little bit uh, pickier, which is tough when you're in a small town in the Midwest, <laughs> right? Um, 
but we do try to acquire and we, we couldn't be more excited. Some of our organic growth is actually uh, starting to take hold. We've got a young lady that was a patient when she was in high school and she is uh, going to be finishing up at Palmer in October. So she'll be able to uh, do her preceptorship with us this fall. And then she graduates officially in January and she's going to be joining us. So um, that'll be the, the fourth doc on the team. And then we'll take our time and hunt for that fifth and The three things I consistently hear from chiropractors is that I need a way to address issues I'm currently unable to address for patients, I need faster, longer-lasting results for patients, and more importantly, I need a way for another part of my practice to earn as much money or more money than my hands earn without me involved. Those are the three problems that Aspen Laser and Theralite solve better than any other modalities or lasers on the market. We fully understand that the best way to experience the true benefits and results of a laser is to see, touch, and use it in your own clinic on your own patients. Our offer is for you to line up 10 to 15 of your worst case scenario patients with problems that you currently aren't able to fully address or fix and let us treat all of those issues in one day. Our pledge is that we'll get 90% of your patients virtually pain-free into full mobility within 10 minutes of their very first visit. If you aren't significantly impressed with the results and if we don't significantly outperform the laser you're currently using, I'll give you $500 for wasting your day. To call and schedule your no-risk complimentary demo day, Call or text Mark Murdoch at 214-641-1827. Yeah, that's, that's been my, my most recent vision and what I've been trying to build. Hey, that's amazing. Um, for doctors, that's a, that's a big clinic. Um, how many team members in total do you have? Uh, let's see. One, two, three, uh, four, five. We have five, but we're about two short right now. So okay. I'd like to have seven and potentially eight uh, yes. as we so continue to grow. That's great. So, so sounds like you run pretty lean and mean. You've got people that are, are specialized in your role. Talk about that. I always think that's so interesting. I know when I listen to this podcast I'm and, and get in that room, I want to pick people's brains about team engagement, team recruitment, team retention. You know, all of the things, because we can get in over the table and do our adjustments, right? We got that piece down. That's the easy part. It's the, it's the people side that, and especially right now, it's been challenging. It has been, it really has. And we're actually going through a hiring process right now. We're looking for um, a check-in CA, and then we're also trying to hire on the proactive side, again, a, a new patient coordinator. Um, but we are lean right now and it's, it's not quite by design. I would like to be a little bit deeper on the bench. Um, but the one thing that has been a saving grace for us is we cross train everyone. So, um, every, my Chica knows my Coca's role and the Boca knows everyone's role and everyone can take an x-ray. Everyone knows how to do an office tour. And we try to cross train that way we can, um, you know, take a hit and be a little bit leaner until we find the right people. So we've all have scar tissue around losing good people. We have scar tissue around hiring the wrong person. And so we're trying to be smart on that. And if we have to run lean for a little bit in order to find the right person, I'm okay with that. I really am. But yeah, we, we probably have a similar bench than, than what everyone else does. I think we all kind of fall into that and check in, check out back office, tech. Uh, that's, that's a similar, similar uh, setup to what we have here in the office. Yeah. It's uh, staffing will make or break you. I think we've all been there and all had the most amazing staff, like you said, who were our like superheroes. And then the other ones that were like, what happened? 
Um, but with that being said, with superpowers, what is your superpower? Like, what is it that sets you apart and that puts you in the position that you're currently in? Sure. Uh, boy, I don't know if it'd be a superpower as much as a flaw. I think that's kind of a blurred line. Um, but I, I will never quit. I will never give up. And um, I think one thing that's important for uh, docs beneath me that are getting started, and even for docs that are you know, um, just still trying to be better is not to give up on something that you apply right away. Um, sometimes when you, you you start a system or a procedure, you may not see the the positive effect of that for, you know, 90 days, six months, a year, um, especially if you're changing your policies and whatnot. So um, I guess that that would be a positive trait that I have my superpower and maybe it's being stubborn, <laughs> a little bit of that, but um, but no, I, I would say that uh, I, I would stay the course. If I see value in something, no, how long, no matter how long it takes to get there, I'll, I'll stay the course on that, if that can be a superpower. I love that. And I definitely think it is. And because, and it's such a good reminder, because what I think I heard you say was do not make a decision based on emotion, right? So you can- Correct you're going to implement something new and it's going to be bumpy. It's not going to be a straight shot up. And so you've right. just got to wear it through, be good with the strategy and, and then follow it through. I love that. It's such a great reminder. Yeah. No matter how I, frustrating it may be. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. Right. I honestly um, think stubbornness is a good trait to have uh, to a degree. It can be. Absolutely. My wife I mean, thinks some, otherwise. But. <laughs> at some point, I mean, if something's clearly not working, right, you've got to know when to pivot. But for the most right. part, like you said, it's just failure to be consistent enough to let something yeah. play out. So on the other side of that, you know, we come into this room and we always talk about the geniuses in the room. And so you have that to share. Um, but most of us in that room also have an ask. Where's the place in your life, in your practice, that you are at a stumbling block or there's a resource you need or software, like some sort of technology? What is, what is the thing that you're hoping for, looking for from a group at this point in your- 100% technology. Um, so we've, I'm sure you guys have heard uh, with Dr. Franson's metrics that he's come out with, that's been fantastic. And, and I, I can see the value in that. And it's finding a software that matches that. So we're about to upgrade to a different software um, after the first of the year. So we're vetting different companies and looking for like, okay, what's going to get closest to fitting the mold of the, the vital signs as well as um, the things that we like from our existing software. So I, I would say um, my big ask would be on the technology side, um, you know, for these, for these companies that are part of UAC to to see the need and uh, to see the, the low hanging fruit of everyone in the UAC and everyone that uh, runs similar circles that would jump onto their software very quickly <laughs> if they were to make that. So I think it's kind of a sprint to see who can produce that, but that, that would be a big, a big ask for that to be made for sure. Is there something with the software that you're looking for specifically that's going to take your clinic and your your experience and the client's experience to that next level? Well, um, just the the visibility into your clinic with the metrics is is one of the big things. Uh, and we've got some metrics with our current software, and it's really nice. Um, but the the most recent vital signs and the compilation and the way that they are, it just gives you a fresh look at your clinic, and you can start to see. Um, you know, where you're dropping a little bit faster. Like when we were applying vital signs uh, last year, two years ago, 
um, we were able to see very specifically that it was my senior associate after corrective care progress exam, boom, people were falling off. UAC members rely on innovative and rock-solid practice solutions, especially when it comes to EHRs, practice management, and billing. This is why UAC recommends and stands behind Genesis Chiropractic Software. Genesis is a best-in-class, all-in-one chiropractic practice management system that has you covered from patient scheduling to documentation and all the way through billing. Genesis uses the power of AI to find work in the system and automatically assign that work to the right person, preventing tasks from falling through the cracks. Thousands of high-volume practices rely on Genesis every day to successfully grow and maintain their practices. Additionally, they integrate with most of your favorite marketing, scheduling, and payment solutions. Schedule a demo of Genesis today by visiting www.genesischiropracticsoftware.com. Be sure to mention UAC. And I guess it's common uh, as like the Bermuda Triangle um, of, of patient care with associates. And I didn't see that until we actually started, you know, compiling all the statistics like, okay, where, where's, where are the holes in this bucket? Where are people leaving out the back door? And it took this, you know, just the data being constructed or configured in that particular fashion to say, ah, there's the, that's the leak. That's where it needs to be plugged. So that, that specifically is, is a big thing. Um, and, you know, just on like the clinical side, as far as like patient flow. So we have, you know, we built this out for five docs and we're Gonstead, we're Gondroid. So we like each have our um, adjusting rooms or changing rooms that feed into. So we have 15 rooms that we have to be able to track where everyone is. So, you know, we've got some unique things that um, that our office probably has compared to others, maybe. Um, so we understand we may not be able to get a, something that fits the mold perfectly, but um, yeah, I'd say the metrics is probably the biggest one for us. So Kevin, you've been in the group for a couple of years. Are you an accountability group? And if you are, tell us a little bit about it and what it's meant to you. Yeah, um, I'll be transparent. I've been in one with Dr. Mike Rixie, uh, who's not a member of UAC, but he and I have been, we went through Sherman College together. And uh, up until a year ago, when his schedule changed, uh, we would meet every Friday uh, for 35 to 45 minutes. And we knew each other's wins, our struggles, and would challenge each other on a regular basis. And we literally did help one another grow. Um, I have not had the opportunity to uh, to connect with someone uh, UAC and schedule-wise uh, up to this point. I'm not 100% not opposed to it. I think the more people we can uh, network with, the, the better off we're going to be. So 100% not opposed to uh, to doing that in the future. But, uh, but my... Uh, my most consistent has been with Dr. Mike Rixey, who I would um, 100% endorse for a, a UAC membership. He's a he's a bright guy, brings a lot to the table, and uh, I know what he's capable of. He, he's yes. UAC material for sure. Sounds like he needs to be in our room. He does, <laughs> 100%. Yeah. yeah. You know how to get a hold of to get him in, right? <laughs> You, right? <laughs> Me, no. <laughs> Kristen. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what do you think that um, you and Dr. Mike meeting every Friday, what did that do for your growth? Like what, what did you feel was the most beneficial part of you guys meeting on that consistent basis? When we were doing our best, um, our best work for one another is when 
we would set goals, um, whether it be like a clinical goal or a personal goal. Like we both love CrossFit and, you know, we would set a goal in the gym and then we would also set a goal uh, clinically. And when we knew what those were and we were holding each other accountable to them, that's probably when we were, when we had our, our best um, outcomes as far as clinically and personally. Um, but I don't know, I guess it's just also having an outside conscious into your practice. You know, if you had a, if you had a, a staffing issue, you can run it by them and kind of gives you the unbiased because as much as you try to take the emotion out of being a, you know, a manager of your clinic, you can't always do that. So just being able to say, here's what's going on. What do you think? And, you know, you don't have to be in practice for 25 years or coach for someone to, to give you some, some obvious advice that's applicable. And I think that was a, that was another large value piece is just having that, uh, you know, a conscious from outside of the community or outside of your practice that that was helpful. Yeah. I love, I love that. Intentional. Sorry. Yeah. No. What's that? What did you say, Caitlin? Oh, I was just saying, I love the fact that you said like, you can get input that's non-emotional, right? They have no tie to it. It's just, look, this is facts. Like this is what's going on type thing. Um, Whereas we're always so invested in it, right? Whether it's a person, a procedure or whatever it may be. And so sometimes it it is really important to have an outside perspective to- 100%. Yeah, and we, uh, he started his practice- uh, from scratch about four or five years after I did. And, uh, you know, even though we were at two different parts going through, uh, you know, his advice was 100% applicable to what I had to say and vice versa. So we, yeah, we helped each other quite a bit through the years. Still do. <laughs> it's kind of like that old quote that says, you know, you can't read the label from inside the jar. It's just so, it's such a, a benefit to have somebody who just has that outside perspective. So that's great. Yeah. Yeah. So um, tell us a little bit more about you and your hobbies, because I, a little birdie told me that you love to hunt and fish. <laughs> and yeah. I feel like in speaking with you and your wife at times at different events that like you're committed to this and you, right. You travel. Yeah. She, I guess when, um, before her and I met her friends, they saw, I guess my Facebook profile or something. And, and I said, I like to hunt fish and lift weights. And they're like, Oh, you don't need to date a guy like that. <laughs> and I really do like to hunt fish and, you know, shoot guns and everything. And she's, uh, she's accepted me for that. And and now her friends like me too, but no, I, I really do. That's when you live in the Midwest, there's, you know, you, you can't go surfing. Well, you can on, I guess, behind a boat. Um, but there are just, there are fewer options, I guess, for, uh, for certain recreational things, unless you really like to hunt and fish. So that's exactly what we do. We're, we're in a cool spot with the Great Lakes. So um, we can fish on Lake Erie on Saturday and be on Lake Michigan on Sunday. And uh, that that's a pretty rare opportunity or unique opportunity. And they're just, there's some pretty cool things around here as far as like our, our dunes that are all through, you know, the Northwest portion of Indiana and through Michigan. So just a lot of cool stuff. And I like CrossFit. I don't know why, but it's just fun and challenging. And it's it's what I like to do. (laughs) So that's ignite that competitive nature in you. I think it does. It does. (laughs) When you give up, like I walked away from like used to play, you know, like amateur baseball and, you know, softball, and then you get into volleyball and just kind of stepped back from each of those things as I saw the injuries coming and uh, just decided that, okay, I'm going to, 
uh, fuel that competitive urge through CrossFit. So, you know, I may be turning 40 this year, but it's fun to compete against the 20 year olds and yeah, beat them. <laughs> it's fun. Nope, oh, did we finish? Nope, sorry. Nope. So what would you say, you know, your goal is for the next, like, next year, next two years with, like, either personal or business? Like, what are you looking to accomplish in the next little bit? Yeah, I would say on the on the business side of it um, is we're, we're coming out of, like, a, a war mode. We, we moved to a different location. I changed my office manager. Uh, we brought on, you know, another doc last year, bringing on another doc. Um, I would say one big goal is to uh, um, just kind of settle down for a little bit. <laughs> and so I said, get that fourth doc and um, maximize everything we can with all four of us. Um, hit that 80% stretch mark uh, of the clinic before we start to look for that fifth doc. So I would say refinement more so than anything. Once we get that fourth doc here, um, make sure that we can be as efficient and as effective with four docs and that speed and intensity of that many people coming in and out uh, as we can with three, as we could with two, as we could with one. Um, so I, I think that's the big uh, business goal is to be able to, you know, be comfortable with all four of us rolling at the same time. And, you know, on the personal side too, same thing, calm down a little bit, uh, just refine. Like we, uh, right before or right after, rather, we did this renovation to our office my wife and I decided to move. <laughs> and so we re relocated to a new house and then we decided to renovate that house. So we're at month six right now of living through a renovation. So we've renovated everything that's been, um, I guess, comfort uh, from our office to our home. And we just need to kind of take a step back. And again, I think refinement would be a, a great word to, to use for the next year on the business and on the personal side. <laughs> yeah, only two of life's biggest stressors, right? Moving right. and scaling. So great. Yeah. Thank you so much um, for joining us. I, I really, you know, there's so many nuggets here that you've dropped out. I mean, one of the biggest thing is just, I love what you said about being consistent and stay in it and follow through, right? Something we all need to be reminded of. So on that note, can you leave us with some advice, um, any more tips or even just some meaningful words um, for everybody sure. listening? Sure. I, I would say for any of the, you know, the docs about to graduate or younger docs, don't be afraid of rural clinics. Um, I think it's important to not overlook them. I think everyone looks for the larger cities and the, uh, you know, the coastline. Um, there are some exceptional clinics. I'm not just speaking on behalf of our clinic, but talk to Heather and Marley Smith, talk to some of these other clinics um, that are not necessarily in a big, large city and are, are just doing wonderful things for their community. And I think that's really important. Um, so yeah, don't, don't overlook that. Uh, you know, and for those that, that I learned from, I guess the, the other people that are listening in is just keep doing what you're doing. Um, because, you know, just as you said, I dropped some nuggets here. I had no idea that I would have been able to, to do that uh, on a podcast. And I think that they have a larger impression on um, my generation, if you want to consider it, than what they may realize. So we're watching them and, uh, and we really do appreciate everything that they do. Um, so yeah, hopefully that's what you're looking for. <laughs> awesome. Thank you so much, Dr. Kevin. Thanks for letting me be a part of this, truly. I, I appreciate this group quite a bit.